Welcome to Food Chat, a weekly show that's all about food production, including farming, ranching, processing, and basically all things involved in getting food from the field to your plate. Now, let's get you reconnected to your food, and here are your hosts, Greg Bloom and Chef Jackson Lamb. Talk about an uphill battle, 2,000 acres of beans and cattle, but he don't ever get rattled, he just goes till the sun goes down. Welcome to Food Chats. Food Chat is all about food, where food comes from. We interview farmers, ranchers, people who own food processing plants. If you've heard any of our past shows, you've learned a lot about food production and how food gets from the farm or the ranch to your table. But we also talk to local businesses that promote local food. And today I'm so excited to have Jeff Pra from Levers Locavore with us. Hey, Jeff, welcome to Food Chat. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. So, Jeff, you and I go back a few years. I've known you um, for a while, and um, you've been a great advocate of local products. So why don't you just tell our listeners here a little bit about you, your background. How did you get into the retail industry, retail food industry, you know, selling food retail, and also the, the meat side of it? Because you're really a specialist on the on the protein side. Um. Well, I... Uh decided to move to Denver in 2005 to start a band, and uh, I needed a place to work, so I went to the Belmar Whole Foods that just opened up, and luckily my background in fishing and hunting uh, growing up as a child in Wisconsin, I have pretty good knife skills, and uh, I used to, uh, you know, uh, skin muskrats, raccoons, beavers, uh, all sorts of stuff, so I... I went into Whole Foods and I didn't know anything about um, about the seafood department at all. Like I knew about salmon and like bass and perch and things like that. So uh, the manager was like, "But you're good with a knife." So he pulled out a whole salmon and I filleted it and I was hired. And uh, that's how I started there. And then I moved on from there to Marzik Fine Foods, where I started their seafood program and ended up taking over the meat program as well and working very close with Nyman Ranch and. Um, and then I started my own business here at Lever's Locavore. I own the Hook and Hawk Butcher Shop and Oscar's Eats Grab and Go uh, Delicatessen, and um, that's that's kind of how I got into it. Wow, what a what a great entry level story, Jeff. That's great. I didn't know all that. That's cool. Um, so I believe that you and I first met when you were over at the meat manager at Marzix, which is a, another great local store. But then you moved over to Lever's Locavore. That was a new store. Uh, owned by the Lever family. I've, I know them. They're local grocers. They've been in the grocery business for a couple generations and uh, great people. And then you, uh, you know, you actually operate two stores inside of Lever's Locavore, uh, Hook and Hawk and Oscars. Would you tell our listeners, Jeff, a little bit about each of those concepts, Hook and Hawk and Oscars? And then also, where is the store? I don't think maybe, maybe people this may not know where the store is. Yeah, so we're on 38th Avenue and Clay Street are the cross streets, so it's in between Federal and Zunai on 38th Avenue. Um, and Oscar's Eats is uh, a, a vision of mine where it's, you know, it's kind of like bodega-style-esque where we do a lot of grab-and-go stuff. Um, chicken fried rice is a big hit, so is our pasta bolognese, but we also do sandwiches inside of Oscar's. Um, and all of it's, all of it's uh, locally sourced from our local distributors. And uh, we like to offer great deals on our sandwiches. 
sandwiches, $10 sandwiches. And uh, we are actually going to be switching up our menu here in February and getting that going and also adding some new entrees and things like that. Um, we sell uh, Gnarly Mountain cookies out of Oscars. Uh, that's the only thing that we don't make, but they're delicious cookie, local, um, awesome, awesome brand. And uh, and then Hook and Hawk. So the vision there is uh, just selling the best proteins and best source proteins we can find. Um, we do a lot of work with, with barbers, uh, poultry, and um, we also do a lot of work with our local farmer. Uh, it's the perfectbeef.com. It's called Pasture Perfect Beef, Mike Peterson. He raises our cattle for us. We get five head a month. And um, and then we also, we're the largest distributor of smart chicken in Colorado. Um, that's just from Nebraska. But as a lot of folks may or may not know, Colorado's not a great place to raise poultry. Um, the mountain desert's not a great climate for that. So uh, we got we to gotta go a little little further to our neighbors in Nebraska to get that chicken. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, our deli meats, we, we, the focus is no antibiotics, no hormones, pasture raised animals, you know, those animals, we want them to only have one bad day. And, um, that's what, that's what we aim for. And our retail set, we carry a lot of local products from river bear. Um, and then some, some not so local products like Nuski's bacon. Uh, Nuski's is a great company out of Wisconsin where I'm originally from. I actually grew up about 20 minutes from their facility. Um, but they have great practices and delicious products and meats, um, that we sell. I love the assortment of local and some not local products in your store, um, at your hook and hawk. You know, I, um, Actually, know Tanya Nuski and have been to their plant, and they have a great. That's a multi generation business, also. So, I, I love how you buy though when you can from family companies and from the local or family. And you, as you mentioned, there are no more uh, chickens raised in Colorado for meat production. That ended a long time ago. Uh, we do raise uh, eggs in color in Colorado. There's some egg growers, but no more broilers or any kind of meat birds are raised for anymore. You know, barbers. Uh, the company that I own, going back to 1949, um, was the first and last uh, poultry processor in the state. They actually had a plant, a USDA plant, up um, on 100, and, so let's see, in Broomfield, off 120th near Federal. But those are days long gone. So now, Jeff, you have to kind of look out, be on the lookout for, you know, where you can find uh, the best quality products. And how often do you say in the marketplace, Jeff, you, you do find a new product? Because I know you do like to look for new local items, but then also you know, find something that people like and that has a great story and good products to kind of stay with it. So how does that work as far as like trying to find like a new vendor? So when I do with that, I, a real big thing is I try to do stuff that, that is unique to uh, to the store, to, to Hook and Hawk. I try to find stuff that not everybody carries because a lot of folks do that in town. You know, I mean, Polidori Sausage, I carry them. They're a local company. Um, but, I mean, they also sell in King Supers and all that kind of stuff. So I look for products that no one else has, and obviously they need to be delicious and taste good and be of good value. But I like to try things. I like to find things that no one else carries in town. So it's, it's a unique differentiator for, for hook and hock and Oscars. Yeah. In my experience, Jeff, over the years, I've been selling meat for over 30 years. Um, when I will approach a big retail store, um, <clears throat> that the big national chains, uh, they're public companies. They, they typically buy on price. Uh, you, you can show them a quality product product and they, they like the quality of the product at a, taste test or a cutting or a presentation, but it really comes down to how cheap is it going to be to get this product to, you know, their warehouse or store-to-store -store delivery, 
and uh, they, they, you know, they sell on price. You look at the ads they put out on Wednesdays in the newspaper or the little flyers they send out. They're trying to get you in their store, in the meat department, to uh, buy some meat, sometimes at a loss. They sell things as a loss leader. For example, turkeys during Thanksgiving, you know, you can buy a turkey cheaper because they sell it at a loss to get you in the store to buy everything else. So, um, But one thing I love about your store is just the variety of products and of local products and the fact that you don't buy on price. You, you of course, need to make a, a buck. You need to stay in business. You need to make a profit. But you're really looking for those signature local products. Would you maybe share with us a little bit about your your kind of philosophy? I know you look at sustainability and how it fits into your mission statement, but maybe you could speak to that. Yeah, for sure. So um, I definitely, I definitely look for sustainability and how the how the animals are raised, and then and then it's also too like what are the practices of the business? Like what do they do to give back to the community, or what are they doing differently? And um and like and just what their their thought process and their vision is on just like how to how to sustain being local and also you know and standing behind their practices and their word, you know, because there's a lot of, there's a, as you know, from being in this business for a long time, there's a lot of ways where you can put natural on, on something and it's not exactly natural or, or even when, you know, the Colorado proud sticker, that, that lamb that gets shipped here, that gets slaughtered at superior lamb can only can have one meal in, in the state of Colorado and then be labeled Colorado lamb. So there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of ways, a lot of bigger companies like to, put their spin on it to make the consumer feel good about what they're they're buying when uh they're not really being truth uh truthful about how how it's been how it's been raised and how it's been processed and things like that yeah i did a whole show um back in the summer jeff was like my first show on food chat and it was about how product of the usa doesn't necessarily mean that the product is from the usa meaning that if you buy some ground beef that says product of the usa you would think common sense would make you think that animal was raised in the United States of America, but in that you would be wrong because they can be imported and then just processed here. So it's kind of a loosey-goosey with that definition of product of the USA and also natural. Natural so broad. That definition is minimally processed, no artificial ingredients added. Well, that's 99% of all meat products, right? So that doesn't really make much of a statement. Yeah, exactly. Uh, other than... Uh, Meat, though, and we'll we'll talk. We'll come back around to meat and retail stores, Jeff. I I think it's interesting for our listeners to know a little bit about you. You said you came to Colorado um, to start a band, so you're a musician. So, little, tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, yeah. So, um, I I'm a singer and a rapper, and uh, I currently am a in a Rage Against the Machine tribute band called Rally Around the Family, and then I do a lot of other gigs around town, just as like a hired gun. So, I've moved out here to start a band it was called home and it was uh pretty eclectic mandolin three guys singing high harmony uh and we called it home because we all came from the same town our hometown was shauna wisconsin and uh and we toured toured the united states uh played a bunch of music festivals and did that and um i just i just started working at whole foods for some extra cash and uh insurance because the music industry can be a little brutal that way. And uh, there's no 401k in the music industry unless uh, you're signed by a label or anything like that. So I, I just got more into food, especially working at Marzix. Uh, it's a higher-end grocery store in Denver. And uh, just learning more about food. And uh, my 13 years there, I definitely got my education in that. And um, 
so now it's just kind of music's a hobby for me, and uh, I love it. And it's also, you know, a good, a good uh, stress reliever, too, if you will. It's my, it's my outlet. Yeah, it's like a lot of hobbies. It's really hard to make a living, right, um, doing what you love to do. You know, you're a musician, and uh, I'm not. I'm not musical. But um, it, is, it is tough. Well, you know, I've, I have a friend that was a, a pro golfer, really good golfer, a scratch golfer. He, and he would live out of the back of his car and travel around the country trying to do his, his passion. But unless you're, you know, you place in the top 20, you really don't make any money as a pro golfer. So he had to give it up after a few years and get a job, get out of the back of a Volkswagen just so he could survive. So you've made it work with uh, your music uh, career hobby, but also you, you pay the bills and you have a great, great business inside of Levers Locavore. Hey, Jeff, tell us Thank a little you. bit about, uh, tell us a little bit about um, logistics, like, you know, with the supply chain and stuff. Has it been harder getting products in the door? Um, you know what? We do have a couple bumps here and there, but luckily for me, um, I've been doing this for a long time in Denver, so I pretty much know all the people and and, and where to get stuff from. So if there was a if there was a little uh, bump in the road, luckily I can call folks like you, you know, at Barbers, and because that was a big thing during the pandemic when that hit, uh, when everybody ran out of chicken. Luckily. I know enough people in town where we never ran out of chicken or anything like that, but you do see things here and there. And like, there's still remnants of COVID, you know, like if the, if a small, a uh, small plant shuts down or something like that, like we get our beef process in Ovid. And I mean, if, if something happens like that, it just, it's just the way it goes. And you, and you just got to shuck and jive and, and be very nimble and, um, you know, know the right people and make the right phone calls. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, at Barber's, we practice uh, primarily uh, 80% of the items that we sell. Uh, they're, they're meat items, mostly proteins, but uh, the majority of them, I'd say 80%, are just-in-time GIT. So they come in, they go out. We don't stock a lot. The reason we do that is because we want to give um, customers like you that specialize in local products and are locally owned a strategic advantage over the retail store distribution network because they can't do a JIT and they have to go, products that get shipped into the big retailers go into their warehouse and they sit on the shelf. And so the products are not, bottom line, as fresh as the products that you sell. Like, you know, sometimes our pork truck is late a day because of a snowstorm, uh, like last week. And then, so product came in today, it's coming to your store today. So, but that kind of interruption doesn't happen that often, but it allows you to sell your customers a much higher quality, fresher product uh, than people can get in a retail store. Yeah, I totally agree with that statement. And that's, I mean, that's a big part of why I love doing business with you guys is I know I get, I get the freshest product possible. Jeff, tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, the customer demographic. Uh, for people that don't know where that store is, so it's on 38th Avenue. So if you're on I-25, you can get off at the 38th Avenue exit, which is just north of, like, Spear Boulevard. Uh, it's near uh, north of the Park Central exit, too. So it's on the north side of Denver. So you've passed Coors Field, Coors Field, and you're looking for that 38th Avenue exit. And then you get off on that, and then you just go a little bit west. I don't know. What is it, Jeff? Two miles west of the highway? Is it about that? Yeah, totally. I mean, it really like we're really like a 15 minute drive from anywhere because you can also access from I-70 and take Pecos um, from downtown. You can just, yeah, take Park Ave or Federal get you get you over here as well. Um, Sheridan, Wadsworth, you can hook up on 38th that way. And um, you, you, we're three years old, Lever's Locavore. Um, and, you know, it's a lot, of, a lot of young folks over here in the sunny side, as it's called now, uh, north side for all the 
all the old school Denver folks. That's what it was called back in the day when I moved here. But um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of young professionals and uh, and a younger younger demographic, like with a lot of children, a lot of a lot of kids. Um, so that's why that's why we sell those cookies. The kids love the cookies, and um, and it's it's a really it's it's a really budding part of town. I think it's um it was it's an old school part of town, but it's also up and coming. And there's a lot of cool new shops that are coming up on 38th, and just uh, the demographics really changing. And we look to do a lot of a lot of special events over the summer like we do a pig roast and we'll do some grilling outside and things like that just to like get a better sense of like bringing community and being like the local market for this neighborhood i love the vibe of your store i just love you walk in it's so welcoming and the first thing you see when you walk into your right is the the coffee shop and places to sit and hang out and then you have an upstairs people can go up there and and work on their laptop and it's just very warm and cozy and they have great great uh, hot beverages there, and then the produce there, and then you can go around the back of the store and find uh, Oscars and grab a sandwich to go that was freshly made, that's not six days old, and that's really good for ten bucks. It's a great meal. <laughs> Where can you eat for ten bucks anymore? Not too many places. It's really fresh local food produced by a local businessman, not a national chain. And then you keep going around the store to the left, and you make it to the meat department. And what a selection! So if you're a a foodie or you're you're into barbecue and grilling you've got to see the selection that jeff has put together there he's got like wagyu tomahawks and hey jeff just maybe kind of walk people through since this is radio and they can't see it give them like a visual a, a radio tour here of your meat department what, what, what they might see so when you walk in you're going to see an awesome retail wall i like to call it the wall of bacon uh we sell we sell uh 12 different varieties of bacon from uh from companies all over the United States. Um, we even have duck bacon. We like to do sausages um, from River Bear and bovine and swine out of uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Um, you can also find our fresh made sausage that we make in-house. Um, we do a hot Italian, a sweet Italian, and a breakfast sausage and a chorizo. And like I also said, we carry the Polidori sausage. Um, and then you move along and then you see our fresh case. And then in our fresh case, we do chicken fajitas, beef fajitas, and uh, chicken cutlets. And then also that we do the sausages and links as well as the hot and the sweet but then we also have fun every every uh thursday from five to seven there's a wine tasting here at the store and i've actually linked up with those folks and we make a, a sausage with one of the wines that gets featured every thursday so you can find a pretty cool wine sausage and it, and it varies every week last week we did an awesome one with a chardonnay with a uh, olive tapenade a roasted sweet red pepper with some provolone cheese in it salt and pepper and garlic um, so you get to see that kind of cool stuff. We have also in that case, Japanese certified a five Wagyu beef. Um, so we're one of the only retailers in town that sells that. Um, then you move along and you can see our, our, our little deli sec selection where we have a bunch of awesome sliced deli meats, uh, that we get from barbers. We carry a lot of the Mary's, uh, pepper, turkey and whatnot. And then you can also get the sliced cheeses from there. Um, that is a good selection of, of sliced cheeses that we do almost every day. That stuff's freshly sliced. And then when you move around, then you see our seafood case. Uh, we're partners with Seattle Fish. Um, great company, good sustainability practices. Uh, we sell a lot of salmon here at the store. Uh, and, um, and number one, grade sashimi, tuna and whatnot. You can find shrimp and cooked shrimp in there as well. And then you move on a little further down, and then that's when you hit the beef case. And you will find our Colorado beef there and also our Wagyu products. We like to do the Wagyu Tomahawk, the Wagyu Ribeye, Wagyu New York. Um, and then also you can find Panorama Organic Beef in there. So that is a another local company here that uh, gets cattle from 
Colorado and Nebraska. So that is sustainably raised, no antibiotics, no hormones, like all of our proteins that we carry. And it, it is 100% organic and grass-fed certified. So if, if you want to go that route, you can. And then you move a little further down and you'll see our pork selection, um, you know, baby backs, St. Louis, bone and butts, all that kind of good stuff for the barbecue guys out there. And then uh, you find our smart chicken selection that we have uh, that's all tray packed, ready to go. And we also carry organic from smart chicken so you can get organic or conventional conventional and then that's also our prep food section too like we make our own meatballs in house we smoke uh chicken wings we smoke pork and then you can find other grab and go items up there as well and a lot of cooked pulled chicken um so kind of everything on the go you can get something if you if you only have five minutes to make dinner or we'll make dinner for you or you can get it raw and cook it yourself so we, we like to have those options open and we are having our hot case going here soon um so we will have uh, fresh hot roasted chickens coming out by the by the first of February. We'll be uh, getting that going too. So you can also come in and get hot food, not only from Oscars but from the Grab and Go Hot Case. Wow, that's that's such a great uh, uh, description, Jeff, of of your store. Thank you. And you know, I don't think I have a customer. Uh, I know I don't that that uses as much, sells as much of the Diesel Family Farms uh, turkey products, the ground turkey chubs. <laughs> you guys sell so many of those at your store. I don't know if the people around your store just love turkey. I don't know, but it's great. They do, yeah. They definitely do. They definitely do. Our, our freezer section is bumping with that. And, and uh, we do have a nice, unique freezer section as well uh, where you can find chicken feet and chicken backs and demi-gloss and bones and whatever you need. Uh, and we can pretty much get anything protein-wise you're looking for if you just give us a couple days' notice, and we'll, we'll be able to source it for you. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. You know, Jeff, my experience with you has been so, I would say, refreshing because typically um, – when you try to sell a retail store, especially a big chain one, you know, your access to that buyer is very limited. It's primarily going to happen through email. Uh, you might find a way to meet with the buyer once a year or twice a year, but they're they're so busy buying, you know, loads and loads of product that you really, it's really hard to sit down with them and tell them uh, the story about the meat and where it came from and the family farm story. One thing that's been so refreshing with you is that you and I can sit down on a regular basis and uh, at the coffee shop up front of your store and you ask me questions about where these animals are raised and how they were raised and who raised them and you actually take time to learn all this so it's not just a label claim you're looking for uh, not just a price point you're trying to figure you're really trying to find to your mission statement you know local family or sustainable farms and ranches that have a commitment to the environment commitment to uh you know your mission too so that's been just such a nice thing for uh, me to experience with you and i really appreciate it. and i just want our listeners to know that um you know that's not the norm in the retail section so please go support these stores and you know one thing i want to have you comment on jeff um you know you're from wisconsin and i don't know about wisconsin but I have friends all across the country, and I tell them that, you know, I sell the local independent family stores their meat products. And a lot of times I get this response, Jeff, there aren't any left in my neighborhood. My city has none. They're gone. Uh, the big guys have taken over and put all those guys under. How about where you're from, Jeff? Is it still common to find family-owned retailers? It is, actually. Um, I've actually, one of my buddies I went to high school with, he has a butcher shop in Shawano, Wisconsin, called Pingles Processing, and they also do wild game there. Um, so 
So, yeah, but, I mean, we do have a Walmart, and a lot of people do do their shopping there, but there are a lot of um, small businesses still left in northern Wisconsin that do that. Um, even way up north by uh, Krivitz, Wisconsin, there's a Pelkins uh, butcher shop, and they're amazing. They have a huge smokehouse. They do everything in-house, and that kind of like, and I mean, that's kind of where I, like, got into into that because it's just, it's it's a craft that's dying, too. You know, there's not many there's not many awesome butchers out there because it's just, it's being all turned into, you know, big processing plants and things like that. And, um, and it is, it is kind of a dying, a dying trade. And, uh, it's, it's kind of scary if you will, because like, I mean, COVID was a great example of the big companies when the supply chain goes down, it goes down and that's where they get, they get their, they get their product from one source. And if, and if there's any hiccup in it, they're not going to get it and they're not going to have it. So that's the good part about having smaller businesses that, that do that and like source local is that if there is a, you know, a glitch in the system that it it really doesn't affect the the little guys. Yeah. I have a, a, an exercise, uh, a a test. I would like the listeners here to, to try. So next time you're in, you know, your neighborhood, local store, whatever that is, probably a national chain store, um, ring, ring the bell in the meat department, just ring the bell, ding, you know, and see who comes and then ask them some questions about the meat. Like, Hey, I'm really interested in this steak right here or this chicken right here or this, whatever you have in your hand or whatever you want to talk about. And just say, can you tell me a little bit about where it comes from, how the animals were raised, anything about the farm family? And they're going to look at you like uh, you're ridiculous, right, Jeff? They're like, no, I don't know. All I do is unload the case from the back into the case in the front. That's all I do. Okay, make sure that case is full. (laughs) So that leaves a great opportunity for them to then go to Lever's Locavore and go to the back of the store to hook and knock and ring the bell and ask you or any of your guys about the meat. And they're going get to the, get the story. It's great. But I, I just want our listeners to, to try that. Jeff, what do you think they'll find? I think they're going to find 90% of the time that they're going to have to go get a manager and then have them explain it to you for sure. Because I, I definitely, that's a great test. And I do that too. Um, I mean, even if I walk into a small butcher shop or whatever, I'm like, where do you get, where do you get your meat from? You know? And it's, you'd be surprised how many people can't answer that question. Yeah. And I know they have labor issues too. And I don't want to be too critical of them that they have a hard time finding people also that want to work in that environment. Cause it's not an easy job. You know, it's not a desk job with a cup of coffee and you're surfing the internet all day. That's a cool job if you can make a living doing that, but they're actually moving product and it's a very physical job. It's in a cooler. So they have a hard time finding people. So yeah, maybe they can't train people as wish as, as well as they'd like. Hey Jeff, we just have about a minute left. Maybe you could, um, we've already talked about how to find the levers locavore, but how about if they want to hear your music? How would that happen? Um, they can go to my, they can look up my name, Jeff Pra, P-R-A-H. You can go to YouTube and just put in my name and there's a bunch of awesome videos that come up. <clears throat> or you can just go to my Facebook page and check that out as well. And I do play at Lever's Locavore. Um, they have live music from 3 to 6 because we also have a bar inside of Lever's Locavore. So you can sip and shop. You can actually get some wine or a beer and walk around and have a good time. And we do live music from 3 to 6. Uh, and the next time I'll be is uh, the third Saturday of February. That's coming right up, the third Saturday of February. Hey, Jeff, thank you for coming on the show today, Food Chat. It was just a joy talking to you. And I really want to encourage our listeners to get over to Lever's Locavore up in North Denver and Sunnyside and uh, try uh, the meats. But more importantly, meet Jeff. Ask for Jeff Pra, and, and then follow him on Facebook and enjoy his music. So, hey, Jeff, thanks for coming on the show today. I really enjoyed it. 
Awesome. Thank you so much Today's for having me. Today's episode of Food Chat is brought to you by Lever's Locavore, Hook and Hock Meats, and Oscar's Eats Restaurant. You can find all three great stores at the Lever's Locavore store in North Denver on 38th Avenue. Lever's Locavore stems from a family-run company with 80 years in the food industry, and they opened their first Colorado retail store in 1983. Support local family companies that are dedicated to finding the best quality local foods in the marketplace. You can find out more at leverslocavore.com. And thanks for listening to today's episode of Food Chat. Food Chat is on every Wednesday here on KLZ 560 at 12.30 p.m. Talk about an uphill battle, 2,000 acres of beans and cattle. But he don't ever get rattled, he just goes till the sun goes down. Hydraulic fluid on his jeans, red dyed diesel and ten rows between. A cold one on the porch and a good night's sleep. Y'all hold him up with me now. Here's to the farmer that plants the fields in the spring That turn from green to that harvest honey Hold one up for the banker downtown That got him on his feet with handshake money Here's to the farmer's wife That loves him every night Raising a son, raising a daughter Gather round the table, send it up to the Father. Somehow they get closer when times get harder. Here's to the farmer. The views and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect those of Crawford Broadcasting, the station, management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.